know, a little word of warning that this podcast contains swears and use of explicit sexual language. <gasps> Therefore, it's definitely not suitable for folks under 18 or anyone who thinks carnal knowledge is a pub quiz round. I'm ahead of the game. to Smut Drop, a weekly roundup of the more eccentric side to sex and relationships from metro.co.uk. I'm Miranda Kane and on this week's show we're going to be talking about talking about sex, baby. We'll find out what the biggest turn-offs are on a date, chatting to Callum McSwiggan about the first male masturbation hotline and seeing what burning questions are on our filthy listeners' minds. If you like what you hear then please rate, review, subscribe and I really hope you're ready because I have set this laser to stunning. Hello, my darling Hans. Welcome to another Smut Drop podcast. Uh, I know that May is masturbation month, so I am genuinely honoured that you've taken time out of your busy schedule to join me. So we've all heard the phrase, got the ick, right? Oh, I've got the ick. Oh, he's giving me the ick. Well, if you haven't, let me explain. It's that moment on a date when you're getting to know someone and they might say or they might do something and suddenly that's it. The light just flickers out. It's like this little ball forms in the pit of your stomach and from then on everything they say or or do, it just really annoys you. It's, It's like it adds, like a snowball just keeps on building until... Until you just have to say, that's it, that's enough. I'm sorry, Dave, but wearing hats doesn't make you interesting and only a sadist keeps his keystrokes on. Anyway, sorry. (coughs) So look, a survey by Casino Guardian said that some of the biggest icks include being rude to the staff, arriving late and only talking about themselves. Correct. Now, that all sounds like common sense, doesn't it? And yet... I think the talking about yourself one is the most common that I've experienced because honestly, what you should do is just set a timer. And if your date hasn't asked you about yourself in the first, I don't know, let's say 20 minutes, although that's being really generous. Okay. But if they haven't said or asked you about anything, then just get out, get the hell out of Dodge. Fortunately, the survey revealed that there is a way to get out of the ick zone. Guess what that is? You can get out of the ick zone by being good looking. Oh, well done. The winners of the genetic lottery get free pass again. Dear listener, what are your biggest icks? Please let me know. You can email me smutdrop at metro.co.uk or track me down and slide into my DMs. Ladies and gentlemen, gays and nays, our guest this week is a content creator for all things LGBTQ. He's been blogging about queer culture for 10 years. He's the author of Eat Gay Love, and he's here to chat to us about the first ever male masturbation hotline from Arcwave. Honestly, it's not what it sounds like. It's Callum McSwiggan. Hello, Callum. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. And what a wonderful introduction as well. You make me sound great. I love it. (laughs) 10 years. Callum, what is it like blogging and vlogging for 10 years? It's like putting so much of your life online. And like those, those are like the most formative years of my life as well. That's basically my entire adult life. So um, I don't, I don't really know what it's like to not live an adult life sort of in the public eye. But I, I love it so much. You know, it's such a 
brilliant and fascinating career and I'm, I'm I'm so happy to be doing it I'm literally live literally living my dream it looks amazing because I saw your WordPress site your first ever WordPress site you didn't yeah I you did. didn't I did oh my god <laughs> um, I had like a hundred followers on there <laughs> all of them saying how cute you were in the comments and your first ever little like public picture of you from 2012 and I'm so impressed <gasps> that you even found that like that's like very that's like page 13 of Google like you did your research <laughs> you really did your research <laughs> Uh, it is a big difference because for a start, you've got your shirt on in your first picture. and uh, Yeah, and I don't do that anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we haven't seen a shirt on your Instagram for quite some time. <laughs> Life's too short for clothes. It you know? is. Too short for clothes. It Who's is. got time for that? Not me. What made you want to start in the beginning? I honestly couldn't even tell you. No, I think what I think what it was is that I saw this massive gap in LGBT representation and there were certain topics that I was really, really passionate about in the beginning and I just couldn't see really any other people talking about them. And and one of those topics was sex, especially like LGBT sex education, etc. And I just saw this huge gap, especially in men talking about those things. So I was like, well, if nobody else is going to do it, I'm going to jump in here and give it a go. And nobody cared for the first few years, but I was passionate about it. So so I kept doing it. And then over time, you know, a couple of people started following and then a few more and then a few more. And, and, and now it's my full time job, which is it's still I wake up every day and that still surprises me. What were the kind of subjects that you've been more fascinated to talk about when it comes to LGBTQ sex? What kind of things were it that you were talking about specifically that you found no one else was? I think the first thing was, again, because I was, you know, just out of university when I first started blogging and I wanted to donate blood. And I realized that I, I that mm. I couldn't at the time, I couldn't donate as a gay man. This like, it really, it really blew my mind. And I was like, I can't believe that this is actually a thing. So I started learning more about that. And I think that was the thing that then opened me up to this whole world of almost like, um, I guess, I don't know, sexual inequality is the right terminology to use but I started noticing all of these things that LGBT people experience differently you know we talk about the lack of education in schools and how Mm. I think growing up LGBT is a bit of a minefield especially when it comes to you know sexuality but also like actual sex as well and and the more you look the more you start to fall down the rabbit hole and the more you start to go, oh, and there's this thing and this thing and this thing. And there's just like an infinite number of topics to talk about. And it just genuinely fascinates me. It was never deliberate. It was never by design. I never sat down one day and said, hey, I'm going to I'm going to try and build a career talking about LGBT topics and sex and all of these things. It was never it was never deliberate. It just sort of happened. But mm. I think I think the best things in life work that way. Yeah, finding your passion, isn't it? And, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, if you find the job you love, you never have to work a day in your life. Exactly that. Exactly that. Yeah. Here we are talking about boobs, bums, and knob jokes. So it's. I know it's great, isn't it? And you've become a ambassador for Love Honey, a sex expert for Love Honey and Arcwave. I have. I cannot tell you, like, how grateful and happy I am to be an ambassador for them because they're literally and like obviously it sounds like I'm just saying this because I'm one of their ambassadors but I promise they haven't fed me this line (laughs) but like they were literally one of if not my favorite brand in the entire world when it comes to sex and I think it's because they're just so 
LGBT plus inclusive mm. from the beginning and throughout every single thing they do. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of companies and brands out there who will go, okay, it's Pride Month. You know, let's get a let's get a gay man to talk about a dildo, mm. and then they tick the box and 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 it's done and that's it. But like, it's not that way with Love Honey. It's LGBT plus inclusive across the board at all times, and I'm just thrilled this is you know being one of their ambassadors is it's a dream come true it, it really really is and they're such incredible people and yeah I, I adore them I adore them and we we here at the Smut Drop podcast we don't get a gay man to come on to talk about pride we get a gay man to come on and talk about a masturbation hotline yes yeah <laughs> so excited I'm so excited to talk about this as well like this is this is such a needed thing it sounds amazing like there's going to be a lot of people who as soon as you say masturbation hotline are going to have pictures of the dirty old Mac brigade and heavy breathers aren't there <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. tell me yeah. what it is and how you're avoiding being called up by perv <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't. Th- I don't think you can ever avoid, you know, being called up by perverts. <laughs> Basically, Arcwave did an incredible global survey asking men about like their masturbation habits, etc., and they found that forty-seven percent of men never talk about masturbation. Forty-seven percent. That wow. that's almost half. And. Part of me isn't surprised by that at all, but part mm. of me also is because I do think we have this culture of, you know, guys getting together and making sort of Larry jokes about dicks and wanking and stuff like that. But I don't mm. think that's actually talking about masturbation, you know, like making a off the cuff joke about masturbation. I don't think, you know, I don't think that quite counts as actually having a conversation about what it is. Mm. And then on the flip side of that, we've had this incredible, especially over the past five, 10 years. We've had this amazing sort of sexual empowerment movement, but it's been entirely led by women. Mm. You know, there's so many women out there now talking about their sexuality in such a in such a proud way that is completely free of that stigma and shame that was definitely around when I was growing up. And I think that's incredible, especially if you look at sort of like the sexual wellness industry. Like, again, it's such a privilege to be an ambassador for Love Honey because there's not many men in this space talking about it. Mm. And I get to be that man, which is brilliant. But I also think we need to have more men talking about sex. Yeah. And that's where the hotline comes in. So, you know, Arcwave saw that, that, you know, there's this massive gap in men talking about masturbation. It's like, well, how do we get them to do that? Let's start off a hotline where they, they can call in and ask questions and get answers to questions and just have a healthy conversation around sex. I think that's such the key word, isn't it? A healthy conversation. Because when mm-hmm. I read the the statistics about that, I was, and it was like, oh, half of men don't talk about masturbation. I was like, well, they don't spend enough time in stand up comedy gigs, then, do they? Because that's all. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's all I yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But the healthy <laughs> conversation where you're asking questions and you're trying. Trying to find out, you know, where you start really, and and how you can continue in a healthy way. What what kind of questions are you expecting? Have the questions started? Has the hotline started? So when when people call up the hotline, they they're sort of given a menu of different things that they can talk about. So some mm-hmm. of those things include like the top health benefits of masturbation, giving tips and advice on masturbation on your own, but also masturbation with other people. You know, it doesn't always have to be about the penetration. I think any any healthy sex life includes a bit of mutual masturbation. And then also, you know, I think one of the things that comes up time and time again, again, men don't like talking about sex, but 
when they do, one thing that often comes up is, is this unhealthy? Am I masturbating too much? So, you know, that there's the opportunity to talk about those things and to see if your masturbation habits are healthy. And in, most likely, yes, most likely they are. Masturbation's brilliant and it isn't, it isn't a bad thing. Another thing I think comes up often with guys, and, it, and this is another question that can be prompted in the menu when they call up the hotline, is how masturbation and sex are non-exclusive. And I think this is something that it's, you know, if you if you have a partner, if you're having active sex, that means you you don't have to masturbate or you shouldn't be masturbating. And I, I couldn't disagree with that more. I think, you know, masturbation is a wonderful thing. Sometimes it's a great <laughs> stress reliever. It's a great solo activity. And, you know, I, I think breaking down some of those taboos is really important. So loads of options if you call up the helpline. And I think that it, it's great as well that it prompts people rather than just being like, hey, so you want to talk about wanking? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've worked in those phone lines. One pound a minute. <laughs> if okay, well, let's go back to little 2012 Callum. Let's go back to him with his shirt okay. on. What kind of questions would he be asking if he knew this phone line existed then? Ooh. I think my questions back then would have been around sex toys because I think genuinely it's it's hard because you know I, I spend all day every day talking about sex toys now so you know I know so much about them but there definitely was a time in my life certainly in 2012 when I had no idea about sex toys and I certainly had no idea that there were so many different varieties of sex toys for people with penises specifically I just I don't think I even knew they existed and again I think it's you know we think sex toy and we think we think your dildo, we think your rabbit, we think of those things, we think of the vibrator, but we don't often think about the toys that are available for men. Mm. And also, again, I do think there's a certain stigma around, I don't know if it's the whole like this, I think there's a strange idea that somehow using a sex toy, whether on your own or with a partner, is somehow emasculating, which is obviously a complete nonsense. Mm -hmm. But I think that was even drilled into me as a young gay man, like, oh, I can't use a sex toy, because then I'm somehow failing, you know, I have to use my body and my body only. But actually, you know, sex toys are brilliant aids yeah. that we can use to just, you know, elevate our sex life and make it better. So I, th I think that's what 2012 Callum needed to hear, like, get yourself a crate of sex toys, that's <laughs> what you need. And that's what's going to unlock the best sex of your life and all these amazing sexual experiences yeah and you're not going to have to wait five or six years like getting going at the deep end 2012 is your is your time it's your moment <laughs> and, and take your top off while you're at yeah. it get that off <laughs> burn the shirts get rid of them <laughs> burn the shirt yeah exactly <laughs> there was um, another statistic 55 percent of men masturbate without the use of a toy enhancement what is wrong? Yeah. Come on, guys. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> We're well past the age of the fleshlight. We don't need that anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's all high tech. Arc okay, so it's Arcwave that have set up this hotline and it sounds so fascinating. It sounds like it's just going to be a really good practical guide for people where I think men are indoctrinated to think, well, you've got your hand and you've got your penis, off you go, you know, have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, you know, there's a lot of stigma that, that can still be attached and there's a lot of things, you know, that you, you don't get to ask questions about. 
And Arcwave have set this up because they've got a new toy out. And I <laughs> saw the pictures and I didn't know whether to plug it into my phone, whether to drive it, whether to <laughs> fuck it, whether to I, send it up into space. It's They all look very sexy and futuristic now, don't they? My favourite thing about sex toys now is that like they they look like really high-tech gadgets and I, and, I, and I suppose that's because yeah. they are but like you know you can you could display it proudly in your living room which I think you should with your sex toys anyway what you know there's there's no reason to hide them away but I get that some people you know don't want to do that but like you could genuinely display some of these sex toys like on a mantle in your house and and people would come in and they would have no idea they'd be like oh that's a fancy gadget what does that do yeah I was like, well, <laughs> let, let, let me tell you what that does. Well, Dad. Um, uh... I was, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Grandma, let, let me tell you in depth. <laughs> I was actually um, really lucky to be one of the first people to test out the Arcwave Ion. Ooh. That was a brilliant week in my life. I didn't leave my bedroom for that week. It's, it's, it's hard work. It's hard work. It's hard work testing sex toys, as you can imagine. <laughs> it's, it's really rough. It's, really? Uh... I bet it really is. <laughs> Takes up a lot of time. Mm, yeah, we have every sim. So many listeners are thinking, "Oh fuck! Oh, so sorry for you." Oh no! Wow! Sitting there testing your hundred pound sex And I could have never predicted that this would have been, you know, my 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 life and my job. But but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> there is a balance like you get you get the sex toys to test but then you have to talk about the sex toys and you do have to talk about your various bits and how they reacted to them one of the best jobs I ever did it was about five years ago maybe and it, it was with love love honey again and I think this was the, be- the one of the best job offers I've ever had they said we're going to send you a crate of sex toys we're going to send you like 40 different sex toys oh and gosh. we just then want you to talk about those sex toys in whatever way you choose and if you try every single sex toy Mm. and decide I hate them all they're all rubbish then that's what we want you to say and I was just like that is the best job ever to try this massive and I mean a crate I mean a giant crate of sex toys and go through them all and test them all out and they were actually all pretty good, but like some of them in there were like mind blowing. Which was such a good job. I know it's I know it's not that exciting of a toy. Well, no, it is exciting, but um, it's quite a it's quite a simple toy, and it's it's the wand. The wand is like my my jam. Mm. You know, you can move it around, you can put it in different places, and then it has like different head attachments and things, which like completely turn it into a different toy. I love it. Hello, it's my it's my favorite toy. I've been using that one for like years and years and years now, and I still don't get bored of it. Out of all the sex toys, that is the one that you have to plug into the national grid. So that's got quite. A <laughs> there are there are little there are there are little portable ones now. I even I I have one in my travel bag. Oh, yeah, I bring it with me. It's a, it's a smaller one. It doesn't it doesn't pack you know quite the same draining the national grid punch but it but it but it is it is good it is good you still give it a good try though don't you uh, yeah, oh yeah yeah oh and it still works i don't have to try very hard <laughs> <laughs> so it's a male masturbation hotline for people with penises could i phone on behalf of a male partner yes i th- yeah absolutely absolutely i think you know this this hotline is you know it's it's intended for it's intended for men but i think anybody who calls up and and has questions you know is is entitled to an answer to those questions so so yeah absolutely but i think what would be an incredibly wonderful thing is that, is that if there was anyone out there whose partner perhaps 
wasn't quite comfortable with doing that I think that's a great opportunity to start a conversation and maybe you know it's something you could do together you know okay let, well let's call up the hotline together or you know I'll call them up and we can have a conversation about it but yeah absolutely it's, it's open and available there as a resource and as well for anybody who wants it as well can get the contact details of a sexual wellness professional to then you know get further further help and advice as well which is I think is a brilliant thing. Oh that's quite nice because it's again it's coming back to that healthy conversation and being able able to to know that you can talk about sex doesn't have to be this kind of lad banter yeah locker room chat thing yeah locker room chat exactly that. yeah and also but it, it can still be fun emphasis on the fun you know like this it's it's masturbation it's one of the most fun things you can do in life and you know I think we do need to inject a bit of a bit of fun back into it yeah we we should be having you know healthy conversations and learning and educating ourselves but also like it's at the end of the day it's masturbation it's it's a fun thing that should be fun for everyone and so yeah let's inject the fun back into it and and again I think that's that's a bit that's a big you know that's one of the major reasons that Arkwave are doing this Mm. as well you know it's it's encouraging healthy conversation but it's also encouraging fun and and having a good time. So what have you got planned next? What are you doing currently? So I'm working on books at the moment. I have two more books coming out. I'm writing young adult fiction. So I'm writing about young gay boys falling in love and young LGBT people living their best lives, and which is wonderful. But also, I, you know, I get to inject some, you know, a little bit of sex education in there. And, you know, al- always trying to segue, always trying to segue with that, always trying to slip that in there in everything I do. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but more books coming, which I'm excited about. Going to be working on more really, really exciting things with Love Honey that I'm forbidden from telling you about. Oh, but, um, yeah, wonderful things stuff. coming. Secret stuff. And, and, and yeah, living my best life and, and, and celebrating sex and being LGBT and all of the wonderful things. Keeping your shirt off best of british Excellent. keeping keeping my shirt off yeah yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> and, and and encouraging other people to keep their shirts off that's <laughs> that's my that's my purpose in this life <laughs> mine too callum mine too <laughs> <laughs> callum mcsweeney thank you so much for coming to chat to us on the podcast where can people find you if they want to to see your glorious pictures uh, they can find me. Uh, all my social media is is my name, Callum McSwigan. It's with one L. Spelling McSwigan. I'm just gonna wish you the best of luck. Um, I hope you can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, this is going to be the testing question. Do you know what the number is for the hotline? Yes, I absolutely do. Um, so it's for UK residents, and it's oh eight hundred one zero two six seven nine six. Nine six. They were so close there, weren't they? Nine six. If they just flipped around. I know. Wasted opportunity, Arkwave. Terrible. Come on, Arkwave. You've got a bit of cash. (laughs) You could have splurged there. (laughs) My thanks to Callum McSwiggan there. How fascinating. Do you know what? A male masturbation hotline. That. That really does sound like something that is necessary. And you wouldn't have thought so, but those figures and those statistics are astounding. I thought that certainly as a woman, I would have thought that more men were talking about it because like Callum said, it's a, it's a joke thing. It's a locker room chat thing. But actually to have healthy conversations is a completely different thing. So you've got the number now, everyone. Find out what they say. And if you've got any questions about masturbation, if you have a, a penis then they're there to help you. 
Last week, I opened my DMs so you could ask me anything. And you did. Thank you for that. And it wasn't too smutty either. So well done. Well done. There is hope for you yet. I picked out a couple of my favourite questions. A lot about the podcast, which was really nice. So Louise wanted to know, what's the weirdest story to land in the smut drop inbox? I think the weirdest story that we've read out has been the one, uh, it was only a really quick one. It was where a guy asked if he could ejaculate up someone's nose. Really short, but has left quite the mental image. Uh, Shani said, have there been any listener stories too gross for the podcast? Look, Shani, I am going to say that I read every one of them. I have to read them all out loud and in front of people. Now, Georgia, have we had to edit any of them out? Have there been any? Yeah, she's nodding. She's nodding. (laughs) I have it on very good authority that we stick them in a vault and we bury them in consecrated ground. Uh, (laughs) One day we might save them up for a best of. How about that? Uh, Prisha. She asks, how do you choose who to have on the podcast? Oh, it's an interesting question. It depends. So sometimes it might be around whether there's an awareness week. So like we've got a lovely guest coming in to talk about flirting next week because of National Conversation Week. Or sometimes it's just a Google. Who have I seen on Twitter that's been quite interesting? Some people actually come and track me down, which is always nice. But I am always interested in talking to anyone from any background. So if you're a sex worker, educator, influencer, or if you've got any kind of alternative relation style or kink speciality, then we are here for it. We want to hear all about it. Come and tell us all about it. You can contact us at smutdrop at metro.co.uk or, again, just find me on Instagram, Miri Kane. And please keep your listener stories coming in. Anything weird and wonderful about sex. I'm just very, very nosy. We want to hear about your icks. And because we've got National Conversation Week coming up, what about giving us your best chat up lines? Terrible ones, best ones, worst ones, what worked, what didn't. You can send me a voice note on Instagram, Miri Kane, or email smutdrop at metro.co.uk. And if you want to hear them, please make sure you subscribe right now. I've been Miranda Kane. Smart Drop was produced by Pineapple Audio Production for metro.co.uk. Please remember that I am a delicate flower who needs your loving. So please leave me a nice review and I will be forever in your debt. In the meantime, I will be back to prick up your ears next week. <laughs>